0: Today's Mishilah Isharim is dedicated, my grandfather, Moshe Ben Sara, that's my father's father, we, uh, last night Shimon was with us, we had the Yorkshire Suda, um, the Zichut of the Torah and the Tzedakah, as Nishama should have an Aliyah. Okay, so we're holding over here in the topic of defending the honor of Hashem which is called Kanois and this is the third branch of Avas Hashem and we spoke about yesterday how Dovda Melech was a person who was an extremely, extremely uh, great level of Hasidus and of course, there wasn't an ounce of hatred in his body towards human beings. He was humble to the highest degree. He never hated anybody. He was mekayim the mitzvah after le'achal kamoycha to the highest level. However, when it came to the enemies of Hashem, he says, "Mesaneecha Hashem esne." Those that hate you, I hate them. That means that. The midah, we call it, that we have within us, the ability to hate, the ability to have oyavim, it was given to us for a reason, not to use it towards God-fearing Jews, but to those that hate Hashem, we have a chiyuv to come out against them, and we have to treat them as enemies because it's for the honor of Hashem, it's not for our own personal agendas, and this is the concept that we brought down yesterday from Elio Anovi, Kanoi Kinesi Lashem, that Elio Anovi stood up for the honor of Hashem, and Pinchas, the whole story of Pinchas, that he was Tachas Ashakini Laloikov, Eichaprob, Yisrael, like they were showing him speak out, that when Zimri did the Aveirah Befahesiah, and none of the Jewish people jumped in to make a Macho, that was a tremendous Hashem. So therefore there was a big Kitschuk on Klal Yisrael... ...and Hashem would have destroyed Klal Yisrael for that. And uh, Pinchas stood up for the honor of Hashem... ...and ultimately caused the Kapara for the Jewish people. And then we spoke out yesterday, the Gemara Shabbos... ...that says that a person who is... ...the halacha is that he gets punished with the actual Avera... ...because he wasn't Moicha for the Avera. That means that Klal Yisrael have a responsibility... To stand up for the honor of Hashem. And if we don't, then we get punished with the actual aver that's being committed. Not only do we get punished for the chilul Hashem, which is a separate thing by itself, but the actual aver that was being committed, since we were able to stop it, and we didn't stop it, therefore we are held accountable for the actual aver itself. So we see a deep thing, that navodis Hashem... There's two parts to avoid Hashem. In avoid Hashem, we have our own responsibilities not to do bad. We have our own responsibilities to do good, to reach perfection. That's our own work. But we also have responsibilities as far as the creation is concerned. It's Hashem's world. It's Hashem's kingdom. We have to make sure other Jews don't sin. We have to make sure there's no chil Hashem in the prayer. That's a responsibility. A, a second. Level of our avoidal. Okay, that was all we spoke yesterday. And we're up to these words, Medrash Echo Omru. You have that? What page on your thing? Kuflamid maybe? It's the middle of Kanois, Medrash Echo Omru. On page Kuflamid. Hoyus Reho Ka'ayolam. The leaders of Khaliso like dear. Ma Ayolam Halolub Sha Shawrov Hoyfrim Panem Elu. When when they're afraid, they turn their faces and they hide their faces amongst each other. So too the G'dayli Yisrael behaved at that time. They saw bad things being done. And they turned their faces away from it. They made believe they didn't see it. They made believe they didn't notice it. Going to come a time and I will do the same thing to you I will turn my face away when things bad things that are happening to you as a punishment for the way you behave was that okay if somebody loves his friend friend. When somebody sees his friend, what he really loves and he really cares about, getting hit, or being made ridiculed, made fun of, busha, the vadai His instincts would force him to jump into action to protect. Now that's an instinctive thing. Meaning you don't sit down and start thinking. Doesn't make sense. Am I going to actually achieve something with it? Am I going to get hurt by trying to protect him? It's something that the Ava is something that's above the Seichel. The Sukhaim Shmulevitz has a big maimer explaining this. That when it comes to Ava Hashem, he explains this to the Nefesh and other things that a person who starts to make calculations is missing in the Ava, because Ava is above calculations. It's an emotion that just takes over the person. So therefore, since we see in the world that HaKadosh who made such an instinct called Ava, if that instinct is not being employed when it comes to the honor of Hashem, it means you're lacking the Ava. That's what he says. If a person actually truly loves Hashem, yuchal He wouldn't be able to tolerate the and to see He wouldn't be able to tolerate and people transgressing on Hashem's mitzvahs openly. This is what Shloima says. Meaning, Rishoyim will praise those that are Oizvater by saying all kinds of liberal uh, calculations that these people are real people and they're going being themselves and they're not afraid to be themselves. Like they make not only would they allow it and not make a machol, they will also see the beauty in it. that Praise it. They'll see the beauty in it. The and the same exact action, if Shoimre Torah see it, it'll get them angry and upset. Right? So therefore, what the Chidash is, is, that even if you yourself are not actually participating in that behavior, that means you say that behavior is really not befitting for me, but I could see the beauty in those that are doing it, I can, I can mahalo them maybe in other ways, <laughs> meaning it's true they're not doing such a, a good thing, but they really are good people, you know, like I, I have a way to mahalo them, that itself gives you the label of being a rasha. Not only doing an Avera, but being able to fagin, as they say in Yiddish, Fagin those that do it. That also gives you the title of a rosha. That's what the pasuk means, right? <laughs> and he doesn't bring out the person's mum. <laughs> they are considered those that leave Torah. And they allow Okay. Fine. Ah, I'm just going to read the paragraph, and then we'll read a little bit what uh Don says over here. That means those that are looking to hold uphold the Torah. They'll be upset by those that bring They wouldn't be able to. Hold back and be quiet. So again, this is a concept more like instinctive. You can't control yourself. Lo yucha. You wouldn't be able to control yourself. If you see people desecrating Hashem, that should bother you to a tremendous point. Okay? Now Don over here in the Hagor is gonna bring up something which is common in the world. He says, where people flatter evildoers, meaning, not every person is on a low level, that without an ulterior motive, they're just going to flatter Rishoyim. But when you're benefiting from Rishoyim, and you're getting toivas hanor from them, that's what it makes it difficult for a person to put the rasha in his place. Imagine the guy's his boss, and he's paying his bills, and then he sees that his boss is behaving in a way that's kineged Hashem. He shuts his mouth because he doesn't want to lose his job. Mishu If a person truly loves Hashem, Kishu nifkash im the ilu oiv Meaning, when he comes, if you really love Hashem and you really uh feel the honor of Hashem, you're not going to make your personal hashbonas. You're going to come all, come out against them. Now, in uh the Hagoyah here, he says like this. He has ariches, but he says based on the pasuk on the man ben b'inchas Hashem t'alalti b'mitzrayim. Vet on Tovtaish a Santi bomb the Yadatum Kinei Hashem. So the pasuk says in the beginning of Parshas boy, Hashem is Halalti beMitzrayim. I made a late sonus out of the Egyptians, and this you should tell your children, right? So he says he has a kasha. The Yesh L'Hovim, Bishleimah L'sapel Kulu Makes sense. To say over the nisim that Hashem did, that makes sense. <speaking in Hebrew> What's the point of making like out of the Egyptians? What's the point of that? <speaking in Hebrew> Does that make Hashem look greater? Right? And we also know that Hashem, <speaking in Hebrew> even at the time that of Kriyas Yamsuf, when the Egyptians were drowning, Hashem told the Malokha Hashem not to sing Shira. Because, my say a day bayam, right? Even though she was covered, Hashem still Hashem said to not to do it, right? So, what's the shot that we have to speak out to the children? Not only the miracles which bring out the sodas of emuna. You know? What's this inyan that we have to bring out the leitzonis that Hashem made out of? the Egyptians. What's the Indian? So he says like this. He says like this. The Rambam writes, it's an but it's a big Yisoy. The Rambam says, that he wrote to his son Avram. You know Rabbi Avram ben Arambam? I'm sure you've heard of the Sefer. Sefer Hamaspik loevde Hashem. You ever heard of that Sefer? It's a Sefer of Musa from Rabbi Avram ben Arambam. He was... Uh, it's full with chidushim. It's a tr- he had a tremendous mind. He was a great man, and this letter is also corresponding between the Rambam and his son Rabbi Avram. And he said, "This is a famous line that the Rambam writes." You know, hu who Paroy embodied the Hayitzah Means If you want to get like some kind right? of picture of what the is, the way he he behaves. So uh, Paru was like the manifestation of the HR himself. He embodied him. Okay? Hare Yisrael This is a deep point. Get this Amkis, Ezra. How are you? Get this Amkis. Besides for what the Jewish people did to Bnei Yisrael there was also a deeper layer going on at that time. And that's called milchemes ra v'tayv. Meaning, Chlal Yisrael represents the good in the world, the tov, good behaviors, good midas, they represent Hashem. So they represent all the Tzalim king. Paroi was the human being who embodies Setsuachra, and Tumah and Yitzharah. That means even though tuma and kedusha is like an abstract thing, so to speak, but in the world it manifests itself in a realistic way. Para is the realistic, down to earth manifestation of evil, who's trying to uproot goodness. What's the manifestation of goodness? Klal got it. So this, is so that is lived in a real way, not in an abstract way. Okay. Amalek is also part of this, yes. But at that time, Parai was from Mitzrayim, which is also from from uh, Esau. Right? So he is embodying that thing. Okay? And he says, she'oma, mi Hashem ashe eshma Parai, with his gaiva, announced publicly... Who is Hashem that I have to listen to him? Lo Yadati Hashem, I have no uh underst- like who is this God Hashem? Like, who is he? I don't know about him. When they told Paro, when Moshe Rabenu told the Paro that Hashem is the one who created and sustains and runs the world, Shamai Varatz. The upper world, the lower world. What did Paro say? Now, I'm God.
1: I created
0: it, and I made it. Right? I mean, that's the Yetzirah himself. But the Torah was a tiny shell heaven. The Torah, what Paro was saying, was such a sh'tus. The Torah doesn't quote. Every person's mishigas, you know? A lot of people said dumb things in this world. The Torah doesn't have to be mesyaches to dumb things. Right? The Torah quotes his, his words like, as if we have to work with it, as if we have to deal with it, as if we have to reckon with it. Every shaita that says something we have to talk about. No. Azma pesha Ella. Says Rab'dan. You got to hear the Amkis. It's a very deep piece. I'm reading it inside. It's a little lengthy, but you have to get the Oymik. Mm-hmm. So the Nile River in Egypt was the source of livelihood for the Egyptians. And any hashpal Gashmi came out from there. Okay, Ma <speaking in the language> You say that Hashem supports. <speaking in the> U <language> Meaning Hashem played into Paris egoistic fantasies that he's the boss and he's in control of the world. How did he play into that? By asking him permission to send the Jews out. So what he kept on taking from that? Ah, I'm the boss. Even God himself has to ask me to send them out. I'm the boss. Who are Bailey? Well who Yochalaakim? So then Hashem used that, basically Hashem builds up the Ra. I mean, to bring out the Gilui of Hashem, the is Hashem builds up the Ra to the epitome of success, and then he smashes them and shows them that they're empty. They're nothing. Right? He goes a whole lot here, and basically he says, <laughs> So basically, what he's trying to say is like this. This is his whole arich, but points like this. There is a mentality that a human being has which is very hard for him to get away from. Meaning, he knows that if you do Averis, it's wrong, it's Osir, and it's Gehenna. He knows that if you do good things, you get Tzchar and you go to Gan Eden. That he could internalize. But the fact that he has no control, zero, and he cannot be Marviyach at all with his, with his Averis, nothing. I mean, sometimes the person thinks, listen, you know, I'm not straight in business, but on my side, I made money. I made money. And maybe it's an a I'm making money, but, you know, there's Gehannim for it, but I'm making money. The fact that he doesn't realize that he's not actually making money. For the moment, it looks like he's making money. You have zero, zero control over anything. Enoid Mubadah means you have zero control over anything, and you don't create and you're not the master of your own fate in your world, that's a hard thing for a person to internalize. Meaning, so what he's saying like this, the Oysa Yisou that Hashem made just shows that Hashem runs the world, He created the world, right? But you also have to see the bittle of Yetzirah, or of the bittle of Paroi, that I'm also a man Just he's a stronger man than me, but I'm a man so the Insalalti B'mitzrayim says that power is Bechlal, not al Now why is that Nagayeh? Because when a person is in a situation where his boss or his clients or his, the buyers, whatever it is in business, the people that seem <clears throat> to have power over his parnasah, and if he does the right moves with them, if he goes to certain places, where halachically he's not allowed to go to which is not sneers or to deal with the buyers a certain way whatever it is in business or whether it comes to stealing in business or bending the halachas in business yesterday a young man was talking to me and he said he has a whole mahalach with points and things so I asked him is it straight, is it against the rules of the credit card, bottom line the contract you signed he said yes that's a lot of money I said who cares if a lot of money who cares if it's a lot of money Hashem is the sole and complete control over your panatha complete it's not just I have control and maybe I can find a heter somewhere you know just not to anger God a little bit no you have no control over that and therefore you have to do it in the way that he wants you to do it and nothing else so the Hanif was to show him, when a person in this position, where he has, to, he gets hano, or money, or benefit from evil people, if he had the true emuno, that these people are not in control of his panor, so they're not in control of his quality of life, they're not in control of anything, then he could go ahead and make a macho against the Rishayim. Meaning, of course, a person who has Avas Hashem to the max, he doesn't make chashboinus Hashem is being desecrated, the honor of Hashem is being desecrated. You don't think instinctively. You don't say, oh, I could lose money, this, that, instinctively. But even if we're not on the highest level of Avas Hashem, that we're not making chashboinus, so now the person is making chashboinus, he says, I cannot stick up for the honor of Hashem, because maybe I will get busher from it, maybe I will lose money from it, maybe something will happen to me, maybe people will call me a big kanoi, and then my kids won't be able to get married, I don't know, all the cheshbonis. In order to help you overcome that challenge, you have to start bringing in the Yisaitis of Hemunah. That's what he's saying. I mean, sometimes we need a help. There's people that have no Avas Hashem, they couldn't care two hoots. Okay, that's one level. There's people that have the Avas Hashem to the highest degree, that they don't make Cheshbunas. That's the highest level. What about the guy in the middle? The guy in the middle who has Avas Hashem, but when it comes to nisyonis, it's hard for him to have his Avas Hashem. Because there is losses that can happen to him. For that person, he has to use a Muna In order to move away in this youngness. So we can express the "Ah, hafaz Hashem. So this is where Abdon is giving us a a Kaili. He's giving us a tool in life to help us do the right thing. And not be afraid. That's using the tool of Hemunah. That's the Yisoyim that he's bringing over here. So obviously we have to stop here for now. But we're talking about a big subject. We finished the paragraph. And Messias Sasham is talking about this big thing called Avas Hashem, the third branch of Avas Hashem, where you stick up for the honor of Hashem. But it seems to be something that's way above our level. We have to find a makum for So that tomorrow we're going to talk about a makum for a practical avoy, so that we can start, at least begin the path of growth in this inyan. We'll stop here for today.